folks, how are you doing? It's David Connolly here. I am so sorry for disappearing for a while. You know, I have been terribly ill. Can you believe it? I've actually had whooping cough. And uh, I don't know if any of you folks are familiar with whooping cough, but just imagine losing the ability to breathe in. That's basically what it is, you know. So uh, for the past two, three months, I've spent most of my time just going, you know. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, it's, it's been a bit of a drag, but here I am, I'm back, I'm not at 100% health, but I think I'm healthy enough to run a quick show past you today. Um, the title of today's show is going to be Goodbye Internet Marketing, Hello Web Development. Um, I'm sure some of you are probably aware uh, I am a web developer, but over the last, I would say, four or five years, I've probably earned more money from things like search engine optimization, uh, consultancy work, sometimes a little bit of AdWords, and basically helping people to market websites, you know. And uh, I like to think that this is something that's been valuable, and I've been talking about this for quite a long time on this show. But no more. Yes, it has all gone and I'm basically going to be kind of changing the identity of this show a little bit and I'll give you the reason why, okay? You know, um, about seven or eight months ago, before I became like completely mobile, I had this shop, you know, and, and my office literally was a shop, you know, in the street. And I would often have people coming in and chatting, and it was okay, you know. And uh, I just I spent a lot of time just chatting to people who were just in the neighborhood, you know. And one of the things that I noticed is that from time to time, I'd get people coming in, and sometimes they would buy things from me. Believe it or not, sometimes they would buy websites and things. And sometimes they'd just come in to chat, you know. But a lot of the time... Uh, we would end up talking about internet marketing and uh, I've had one or two people come in and they would ask me, how do you manage to get to the top of Google, you know, for all these phrases? Phrases like uh, web development, web, host, web hosting, um, website maintenance, website repairs, I'm still top for those, and, and so on. How do you get to the top? And I used to just be happy just to talk and talk, and I'm happy, I'm always happy to give out information, you know. Um, but then, as bizarre as it sounds, uh, these people were going off and starting up search engine optimization companies and stuff. Now, I know this sounds crazy, but this is the truth, you know. I had one guy uh, a couple of years ago called Ian, and he ended up posting videos of himself all over YouTube calling himself Glasgow's internet marketing expert. And expert was all in capital letters, you know, all the time. Expert, capital letters. And not only was he uh, going around calling himself Glasgow's internet marketing expert, but he was kind of, I happen to think he was giving me little digs saying things like, I'm not one of these computing guys who'll pretend he has, he knows the Google algorithm inside out, and things like that, you know, so uh, he headed out and 
put himself on the market is doing that. Now that's fine. He's allowed to do that, and that's cool. You know, I I don't have a monopoly on search engine optimization for sure. And if anyone wants to put themselves on the market as an SEO person, be my guest, right? Um, but this person was a taxi driver. And really and truly, the only qualifications that he had in the field of search engine optimization was some conversations with me and some a couple of courses that he purchased with a credit card, you know, online courses. I checked both of them out and they were both, uh, let's be charitable, rather sparse on concrete information. And then it happened again. I noticed about... Uh, 10 days ago, a guy from the neighbourhood, uh, you know, nice, pleasant guy, I shan't give any names, but um, he also spent some time hanging out with me, uh, just kind of popping by and whatnot. Uh, I saw him on LinkedIn, and he is now an SEO consultant. The reality, of course, is that he works in a cafe as a waiter, but he's on LinkedIn calling himself an SEO consultant. And I'm not being egotistical here, but I think there's a pattern of people uh, kind of coming into my circle of influence for very short periods of time. And they see that I'm taking in, you know, quite a lot of money. And listen, I'm not pretending to be rich folks, okay? In fact, I'm, if you want to know the truth, I'm kind of financially challenged. But I have... Uh, really made a lot of money from SEO, probably charged more than anyone else that I've heard of. And so people have been coming in and they hang out for a while and that's cool. And then after very short periods of time, they put themselves on the market as being SEO experts, you know. And uh, when you actually, when you talk about SEO, you know, it's like Google is changing so much uh, just trying to keep up with the Google algorithm these days is just a nightmare, you know. Uh, hang on a second, I'm going to shut a door. Hang on. Alright. Sorry about that. I'm at home today and uh, there's a washing machine through next door. It was about to get kind of loud. Um, anyway, about... Oh gee, six months ago, funnily enough, a lot of things happened about six months ago. But about six months ago, I actually went round all of my SEO clients and I said to them, thanks very much, guys. I appreciate the vibes, but I am gone. And I literally cancelled uh, several SEO contracts, some of which were actually uh, quite valuable, at least financially. But you see, that's the kind of guy I am. Uh, if I don't feel I can deliver, then I'll just cancel and do something else. So I don't really make any money now from SEO. Um, it's not my thing uh, and it's not something that interests me. But what I'm noticing is that when it comes to search engine optimization and internet marketing as a whole, well, it's basically the last refuge of the unskilled desperado. Man, I think I like that phrase. I can't believe I just made that up. I'm going to say that again. Internet marketing is the last refuge of the unskilled desperado. You see, when you actually check out most of the people who are into internet marketing, 
most of them haven't got a clue. They don't know anything about uh, HTML or CSS or any of that stuff. And even when you look at the top so-called gurus, they haven't got a clue. They don't know how to structure a website. They don't know, they, they, you know, they probably don't even know how to run a, a link building campaign, you know. So um, I don't know if I can be bothered with any of that stuff, you know. And of course, when you look at the actual top, top gurus, it seems to me that they're kind of in a bit of a desperate state. Product launch formula seems to be dead. People like Eben Pagan are getting into IT. Frank Kern doesn't do product launches anymore. Um, I think that whole process, the whole guru thing, you know, five videos and a launch, it has been done, done and done. And quite frankly, I think people are just sick of it. So I really don't want to be associated with that group anymore. Uh, fortunately, I do have some skills. I like to think they're good skills. They are skills that took me a long time to acquire. And they are skills in the field of web development. And the strange thing is that when I talk about web development here, people seem to uh, respond positively, you know. As bizarre as it sounds, people seem to like having a guy like me talking about web development. So uh, this is my declaration and pretty much from now onwards, I think the focus of the show is going to be web development. Now that doesn't mean I'm not going to talk about other things. I'm sure I'll talk about other things, but it's just a little bit of an ID change and I'm sure you can handle that, okay? Uh, I'll be back right after this. Known as fair square throughout my years 
so I growl at the living cow. Black to the bone, my home is your home. But welcome to the terror dome. kids quick news flash i've just had my assistant set up a skype um id thing and i'm going to have it running from now on when i'm doing these shows so uh, i'm hoping that you can add me to skype 
and uh, give me a shout, you know. So the Skype ID of the show is dcradionetwork.com. I'm going to invite you to add me as a contact. I shall accept everyone, okay, except maybe the tax man, <laughs> okay. But pretty much everyone else, as long as you're not the tax man, I shall accept you as a friend, a contact, or whatever it may be. Contact me on Skype. I'm going to have Skype running in the background pretty much all the time, I think, when I'm doing these shows. So, uh, you know, um, if, if you see me on Skype, give me a shout and let's rock. So far, uh, you're listening to a voice of the past here, so, you know... Uh, maybe you won't see me right now, but if you see me on Skype, it means I'm doing a show. Recording times? Well, it varies massively. I'm so ill these days that I can hardly say when I'll be recording the shows. But um, the plan is, when I'm on, I'm going to have Skype there. And it's uh, the ID, the Skype ID is DC Radio Network. That's all. It's just DC Radio Network. And uh, please... Give me a shout and let's have a few laughs and a little bit of banter on the web. Um, other news, other news. Uh, yeah, I have some other plans as well. I'm, I'm hoping that if I can get my health back and kind of get a grip of a few things and hopefully have a little bit of time to spare, I may also look into the possibility of doing some video streaming. Um, really... Is, you know, there's no real value in seeing me or anything like that, but I think it would be good just to hammer home the message that this is live, you know, and like I say, I would encourage people to get in touch. I have the Skype thing on just now, but the only two people who know about it are my assistant Mona Lee and me, so no one's going to call me just now. But please do add me. I, I want to hear from you. I would love to hear from you. It would make my day. Right. Let's talk about um let's talk about business propositions. You know, there's a lot of uh well, I don't know if there's a lot, but there's a few developers I think who listen to this show, web developers, you know. And one of the things which uh, you guys will know is that when you are when you start kind of becoming successful as a web developer, and by that, I just mean, you know, you start building applications and sites and hopefully they start doing okay. They bring in a few shekels. Folks, when that starts to happen, you will notice that very quickly you'll have a lot of people approaching you uh, with business propositions and asking, you know, would you like to come into this business? Everyone seems to want a web developer as a business partner. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of you folks have experienced that, you know. Now, I am not on the market for any business ideas or anything like that. But I do actually have people approach me quite a lot. And sometimes I accidentally approach them. I say that because I have a kind of strange marketing campaign thing going on, which which involves having my assistant uh, respond to job adverts for IT contracts. I won't go into it, but she sends them a video message. And sometimes, you know, if she thinks I can help, they'll get back to me and blah, blah, blah. And uh, it's basically contract work, you know. 
sometimes very short-term contracts, sometimes uh, longer-term contracts, but never in their office. I'm not playing the office game for anyone, you know. Anyway, um, I guess she must have responded to an ad the other day and they got back to me. Now, check this out, especially if you're a web developer, right? Uh, let me just read this to you, actually. It says, um, Hi, it says, uh, Like said in our ad, we are looking for a co-founder. And co-founder is in bold. Now, folks, immediately I have to kind of apologise because they should not have heard from me. Um, really, I'm not in the market for being a co-founder or anything like that. And I guess it was a mistake for for uh, my assistant to apply, reply on behalf of me, you know. But in any, any event, they go on and they say, someone who will join our team and bring his or her knowledge of web design forward slash development around the table. We are looking for someone ready to bring this challenging project project to reality. We are not asking for money in exchange of the company shares we are giving away. And it says in brackets, since as a young startup, we are not able to pay a salary. But your knowledge in that, in that field and your full commitment to the project. Sorry, I'm not reading this very well. Uh, it says, so if you think you're the right person for this project, let's talk. Regards, blah, blah, blah. Now, this is the very typical of the kind of uh, message that web developers get quite a lot. People basically uh, trying to get you in on their business, uh, trying to have you on board, but not willing to pay and uh, in the case of this one, which is kind of interesting, they're saying we are not asking any money in exchange of the company shares they are giving away. So rather than actually offering money, they are basically putting forth the proposition that, that I should be grateful that they aren't charging me for shares of this company. Now, folks, um, when this kind of thing comes in, I see a lot of developers getting seduced by this kind of message. Now, I'm not going to be so negative as to say it's a complete waste of time. For all I know, this could be the greatest business opportunity in the history of the universe. It could be, okay? But um, I'm going to basically tell you how I would respond to a message like this and how you should respond because one thing is for sure, you know, when you're in the uh, web development game, when you acquire certain skills, you will get messages like this. So here is the response, and I'm just going to shorten it down, okay? And this is basically what I want you guys to do. You say, hi, thank you for getting in touch. And then we're going to ask six questions. You say, could you please clarify? Now, this is me talking to the business proposition person. One, how much profit have you generated so far? Two, how many clients do you currently have? Three, how much cash have you invested into your business venture? Four, 
How much revenue have you set aside for marketing? Five, who is your main competition? And the last question, probably the most potent, important of the whole bunch. Apart from ideas, what does each person in your team bring to the table in terms of skills, experience and or cash? These are the questions that you should be asking anyone who tries to get you going into business with them. Now, in the case of the folks who got in touch with me, I mean, I don't want to comment on individual cases too much, um, but based on the response, we know that it's a young startup uh, and they're clearly not willing to pay a salary. I have more than a sneaky suspicion that I'll probably never hear from them again. So you can imagine how they would answer those questions. Now, folks, those questions that I've just put forward, how much profit have you generated? How many clients? How much cash? How much revenue have you got aside for marketing? Who's the competition? What are you bringing to the table? These are perfectly reasonable questions. They may seem harsh, but they are perfectly, perfectly reasonable. So the best piece of advice that I can give you guys when people approach you with business ideas, when people say, come on board and be a co-founder, you know, we can't pay, but we're giving you a big share of the company, I would like you to ask those questions, okay? And if you're in any doubt, if you need any help, uh, give me a shout, show me what their answers are. If they don't answer, then they're a complete waste of time, quite frankly. Um, and if they do come up with some answers, then you'll see for yourself if these people are worth dealing with. For example, if they don't know who their main competition is, they clearly haven't researched what they're doing. If they haven't got any revenue set aside for marketing, then they're probably just dealing with deluded ideas, probably, I don't know. If they don't have any clients, if they don't have anything in terms of experience or skills or cash, why bother? Now, one of the biggest mistakes I've made in my career, and I made this mistake as recently as last year, is allowing myself to go into businesses, business ventures, partnerships with people simply on the grounds that they appeared to have more money than me you know? But remember folks, someone driving a fancy car, someone being rich or somebody, you know, having any of the signs of being wealthy that most of us might think about, you know, that doesn't actually mean that they're going to be any use to you. The person could be the richest guy in the world, but if he's not going to invest that directly into the business, then that person is useless. So for all of you people who are being propositioned by other folks in business, ask those questions and ask them, how much are you going to invest in terms of cash, what skills, what experience, all those questions. That, my folks, is the tip of the day. Thank you so much. Listen, I'm going to wrap up. I'm, I'm going to keep this kind of short today. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for everything. I'll see you at the next grand, eh? the, the next grand bash. Stay cool. 
And may the force be with us all. Bye. Hey, 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 hey.